The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanki. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke. Welcome to the show, everyone, and thanks so much for listening. A very blessed and wonderful holiday season to all of you. Happy Hanukkah for those of you who are celebrating Hanukkah today. And as you know, we uh, kick off each show with the boomerang effect, and the boomerang effect is our empowering principle that states that what you put out in life is exactly what you get back. And the boomerang that is our focus for this month is the power of presence, and that is the power of the present moment, not the power of presence as in gifts. Um, Because you are all empowered human beings, your greatest power actually exists in the present moment. And your mind consistently wants to take you to either the pain of the past or expectations of the future. And the mind will continue to take you out of the present moment. But as you practice being present, you can find it easier to be creative, to be able to study more effectively to be able to purchase the perfect presence for your loved ones, to be able to speak words of kindness and inspiration, and to feel your life force energy in motion. So think about it. If you've ever had the opportunity to be at a live concert event, you can fully immerse yourself in the power of the present moment. You listen to the music and you allow yourself to just be there, letting go of everything else around you, but just being present in the moment with the music. That's the same practice that we want to bring this to this month. So when you start to get caught up in the distractions of the season, be sure to bring your mind back to the power of the present moment. Remind yourself to return to this presence and give yourself that gift of the presence of this month. Now today, we focus on another gift of this season, and that is the gift of kindness. And at this time of year, of the year, more than ever before or more than ever in any other part of the year, kindness is extended to others because it becomes the focus of the holiday season. Anne Frank speaks about kindness best when she says, how lovely to think that no one need wait a moment. We can start now, start slowly changing the world. How lovely that everyone great and small, can make their contribution toward introducing justice straight away. And you can always, always give something, even if it is only kindness. And so today we offer you the gift of kindness. And kindness is defined as love, 
It is joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Kindness is cultivating the fruits of the Spirit within us all. And the gift of kindness is not about the other person's perceived need. It's about the act itself. That's important to know. Um, we're choosing to be the best version of ourselves when, we, when our actions demonstrate that kindness within us. So just take a moment to think about and remember how you really actually felt when you delivered an act of kindness and when, you, when the last time that you gave something of yourself. I bet you were really feeling good about yourself and good about the act of kindness. And that's the effect that we want to talk about today. Now, was it good feeling because you filled a need or was it because of the act itself? So just take a moment to think about it and you can say it was probably both, but I'm also willing to bet that you would feel just as good if you gave to someone who didn't really need it. Or another one of my favorite things to do is to give anonymously so that the other person doesn't know that the act of kindness is coming from you. The good feeling comes because giving is an act of kindness. And I want to kick off before I introduce our special guest today, I want to kick off with a story that is very beautiful and and depicts the act of kindness and the gift of kindness. And I just came across it today and read it today, and some of you may have heard about this. When Tarrant, Alabama police officer William Stacy was called to the Dollar General store on Saturday, December 6th, he wasn't especially surprised. Quote, he, we get shoplifting calls at the Dollar General all the time, he, he tells Yahoo Parenting. Usually people are stealing things like makeup or phone chargers, not things that they need to get by. So when Stacy arrived to find 47-year-old Helen Johnson stealing eggs to feed her two daughters, her niece, and two young grandkids, he knew this incident was different. Johnson explained to Stacy that her family hadn't eaten since Thursday, and December 6th was a Saturday. So instead of making an arrest, the officer, who was 23, bought Johnson a carton of eggs. When she mentioned the kids and said that they were hungry, that's when he knew, that's when I knew I wanted to buy eggs, Stacy says. No matter what financial situation kids are in, it's not their fault that they're hungry. Johnson tried to give Stacy the $1.25 she had in her pocket for eggs, which cost $1.75 plus tax, but instead he asked only for a promise that she wouldn't shoplift again. Johnson told localnewsal.com that she was shocked by the officer's good deed. I was like, oh my God, thank you, Jesus, for this man, she said. He is my hero. The act of kindness was caught on video by another customer, Robert Tripp, and posted to Facebook. That happens uh, these days, where it was viewed by where it has been viewed more than 966,000 times, and has received more than 22,000 likes. 
It's been shared nearly 13,000 times. So you can see kindness is a trend and kindness gets a lot of press these days. So let's keep the kindness movement going. So after letting Johnson go home, Stacy says his lieutenant helped her sign up for the Tarrant Fire Department's toy drive, which provides Christmas toys and food for families at the holidays. By that Wednesday, when Stacy returned to work, donations from across the country started pouring in for the Johnson family, a response to the viral video, which Tripp labeled feel-good story of the day. It took an entire shift to take all of the stuff to her house and unload it, Stacy says, of the afternoon he spent delivering groceries to the Johnsons. I've taken three Tahoe loads of food to her house, and I know a food bank came to bring her food, and they also got a Christmas tree donated. So you see, folks, because of this gift of kindness from an officer, 23-year-old officer, a really mature, wise man indeed. Um, These people are celebrating Christmas in a whole new way. And they are are given, given this gift. And I think the real benefit here is the fact that social media... Uh, although it can spread news of, um, you know, news that is not always very uplifting, um, it has the opportunity to spread news that is very kind, very generous, and very uplifting, and can help and support people in need. And so that is the focus of our uh, our interview today. And joining me today is actually my son Jake, and. Jake is a junior at Loyola University of Chicago, and he's a member of the track team, and he's received numerous awards during his tenure on the team. More importantly, though, Jake has learned the essence of how to be a leader uh, on track at Loyola, all while maintaining an A average in his classes. He's figured out how to maximize his time while he's in college. He's one of the most kind-hearted people that I know. Kindness is a part of the essence of who he is. When he was in high school and he was a captain of the football team, one of the fathers of the players pulled me to the side one day and mentioned that his son had said that Jake was the nicest player on the team. I don't know if that's always the best thing in high school but uh, for the football team, but that was definitely true and evident of Jake. I'll give you another example of Jake's kindness in action. Over Thanksgiving break, Jake was speaking about the tremendous amount of support that he receives from his friends, and he's got a great number of friends from middle school, high school, and now college that he can call on for support. And I believe that one of the reasons for this is that Jake is a very kind friend. That is the boomerang that he throws out, and so thus it comes back. And Jake said that every time that he sees his friends, he tells them that he loves them. That may not seem normal for a 20-year-old male, but Jake's not afraid to express his love for others. So I asked Jake to be on the show today because I wanted him to share some of the acts of kindness that he has seen in his life from his perspective from a 20-year-old's shoes and where he can offer suggestions of where from his generation people can deliver gifts of kindness. So welcome to the show, Jake. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for the kind introduction there. I'm excited to uh, be able to talk today with you. Now, 
um, as I see it, Jake, and of course I'm biased, I'm your mom, um, your kindness comes from a real genuine respect for human beings. Where would you say that that respect comes from? Well, I'd like to start off to say um, I've been very lucky and I've been blessed with a lot of people that have been um, put in my life and put around me that have supported me um, throughout everything. And I think my respect comes from what I've been given as well. Um, obviously, I've, I've come from a supportive family and also had a lot of great friends, as you mentioned before. And I think from the support that I've gotten, um, it gives me respect for others. And I think the greatest, the greatest example of kindness for me is just there's so many little things in my life that have happened that have stuck with me. And I know people talk about it a lot, but when when you can reach out to someone in a little way, you know, just by saying hi or giving a small compliment or, you know, it's just these small acts of kindness that often stick with people. And I know there's been many parts of my life where, you know, I've been having a bad day or been struggling a little bit, and the people that reach out to me um, share a small act of kindness. Those are the things that stick with you. And all of those small acts of kindness have definitely added up in my life. And through all of those, I've gained respect for others. <clears throat> and I would definitely, I, I try to emulate that as well and also provide small acts of kindness for others so they can see, um, as you talked about the boomerang effect before, um, I've received a lot of that and I want to put that back out in the world. And that's certainly certainly the case. In fact, um, another example of uh, Jake's act of kindness or an example of Jake's tremendous respect for others came last year when we were at a track meet and we were, Jake introduced us to a couple of his new teammates. They, were, they happened to be freshmen and it was the indoor track season. And um, they, the, the two members that we were introduced to actually said, both of them said, you are the parents of Jake. While we really wanted to meet the parents who uh, who gave birth, they, they kind of made a joke out of it, uh, to Jake because he is so kind. And so he's kind to anyone and everyone. And so that, I think those little acts of kindness, Jake, that you are talking about and really making people feel genu- genuinely loved and respective, uh, it does carry a ripple effect. And it certainly, it certainly is, is demonstrated by the people that know you and the people that are with you or teammates or friends. And that's uh, something that I'm really proud of. I think what you mentioned there um, is a very important aspect of my life. Uh, I am in, I'm involved with a very supportive team. And that's probably the biggest reason why I went to, went to Loyola. Um, when I visited the team for the first time and got to um, stay overnight and hang out with all the all the guys, I noticed a great respect for each other and a great respect for the program. And it's something that I like to continue um, through my time at Loyola. And being a student athlete is often very challenging um, between classes and sports and traveling and and it becomes very time-consuming, and there's times where it's very stressful and hard, and you have expectations in the classroom, you have expectations on the track, um, you ex- have expectations to be a good person because you're representing the school as an athlete, and people know that you're an athlete. So there's very high expectations all the way around, and I think the best way that we cope with it as a team is being supportive and through kindness to each other. And I know um, it, it speaks volumes about the character 
of our program as a whole. And I feel like we have some very, very supportive and kind people on our team. And through that, we can help each other through anything. I know if anyone's struggling with class or with track or there's, you know, problems, you know, the younger guys adjusting to, to school and, you know, trying to find themselves and find a group of friends. And it's a, it's a tough process. And I know when I entered college as a freshman two years ago, I had a group of guys that were older than me that really just took me under their wing. And I think talking about respecting um, people, that gave me such respect for them. They really made my transition to the college much easier, even though it was challenging at times. They would always, you know, they would have me over and they would make sure that I was doing well in classes and give me suggestions for track and, you know, ideas how to budget my time and figure everything out. And they would help me schedule my classes. And it was just, it was so, it was almost overwhelming how much support I received. And it made everything so much easier and enjoyable. And I loved every second of, you know, being a freshman and transitioning because I had so much help. And now that I'm an upperclassman, I look to help others. And I think that's it's just such a beautiful part of being involved with such a close team is that there's so much support there and you can extend your kindness and your experiences and to really help others. So that's, I think, the beautiful part of being a part of a team. And and it is such a close-knit team and a closely connected team. And I've watched you help others, um, you know, last summer. I watched you help others figure out their schedules. And one of the things that I love about your team is the, is that bond and connection. And I know you you guys always have a Christmas party before finals um, are finished. And, um, and can you just give us a, a quick thumbnail s- sketch before our break about the Christmas party that you guys have? Every year, yeah. the The Christmas party is the one thing that we do to get together as an entire team. Um, <clears throat> so all of us, we have seventy members of our team. We all get together. Um, we dress up, wear formal clothes, and um, we each have kind of a white elephant gift exchange, which is very fun. And then we all gather and have dinner at someone's house. Um, we all bring food, and it's a potluck dinner. And it's one of the most beautiful things that we get to do as a team because there's few times where you can get seventy people together in the same spot. And when we can do that, it's just great. Um, people that normally wouldn't kind of hang out and talk because of their different, you know, track has different event groups. Um, you know, the men and women's team is technically separate, but we do train together and travel together. So sometimes that part gets lost. And through our Christmas party, it's it's definitely a time where everyone can kind of come together and bond. And, and it's really our favorite day of the year, um, I know we make a really big deal out of it, and um, a lot of people cook, and you know we clean up our places, and it just—it's a great time for everyone to get together, and it's a lot of fun, and really the the biggest thing that we do to kind of bond as a team. So I think I think it's it's a great thing. I think it's great too, and we are going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back talking about the gift of kindness. <laughs> We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life? 
Learn to empower yourself or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And in the spirit of the season today, we are talking about the gift of kindness, and we are joined by Jake Mazanke, who happens to have the, the same last name as me because he's my son and definitely one of the most kind-hearted people that I've ever come across. And um, so Jake is sharing from his perspective, from his 20-year-old shoes, some of the beautiful things that he has seen and witnessed in his life um, about kindness and the impact and effect that kindness has had on his life. And Jake, can you share with us uh, what you have seen as beautiful acts of kindness that have really made an impact on you, that have made a difference, either that you've given or that you've received? Absolutely. Um, I think the biggest, uh, or one of the one of the biggest acts of kindness that I have um, witnessed um, came last year during our end of the season track banquet, um, and we always have a guest speaker just kind of to bring us back, uh, get us together as a team, and, you know, show what our program's all about. And so last year we had um, one of our alumni, um, Eddie Slokowski, who ran in the late 80s and early 90s. And um, Mr. Slokowski is a legend at Loyola Track. He was a three-time All-American. He ran the fastest mile in the NCAA in 1990. Um, he ran 358 for the mile, breaking four minutes, which is absolutely incredible. Um, you know, he competed at the Olympic trials and went to the Pan Am Games, and he was a very successful athlete. But why he was asked, he, he's also uh, right now a professional speaker. Um, and despite, you know, he's, a, he's very well-polished as a speaker, and that's part of the reason why he got asked to um, attend our banquet and, and speak in front of us. But one of the other reasons was the fact that he kind of embodied what 
is expected from us at Loyola, and he was a very incredible, not just athlete, but person. And, and the things he accomplished at Loyola went way beyond the times he ran on the track. And at our banquet, he told us his favorite story uh, about his time at college. And um, at Loyola, we have two campuses. We have um, a campus, our Lakeshore campus, on the um, far north side of Chicago, uh, on the North Shore. And then we also have a campus that is uh, downtown, um, so you have to commute between the two to get to classes and such. And Mr. Stokowski told a story about how one day, uh, it was after practice and he was commuting to the downtown campus um, from Lakeshore, where, our, where uh, most of our, uh, where the athletic department is located. And he was going downtown and he saw, you know, a man on the corner, a homeless man, and he, I believe he was in um, a stairwell of the building right by our campus. And he saw the man, and he definitely, you know, thought that, you know, he's, he was sad, and it was a very cold night out, so he wanted to help him. So he went <clears throat> went to class and then came out of class, ended up buying him some food and, and gave the man food, and the man was very gracious. And he ended up going home, and, you know, he felt good about himself. So the next time he saw the man, he gave him food again. And he continued to give this man food um, to try to support him. It was in the winter, and he knew he needed some help, so... He would continue every time he'd go to class downtown. He would send the man some food and be on his way. And one day, um, he said that he decided that he really wanted to help this man out. So instead of just giving him food, he um, took the man and he brought him back to the Lakeshore campus and brought him into the school dining hall. And um, it's a tradition our team always has that everyone, freshman to senior, um, pretty much almost everyone on the team eats in the dining hall for dinner every night. And we have a huge table of people and we, we love to get together after practice, after everything's done and eat together and kind of share what happened during the day. And we laugh and joke and eat. And it's, it's, it's a wonderful time and it's a great bonding experience. And um, it kind of goes back to that time uh, when Mr. Slokowski was in college and he ended up taking back this homeless man um, into the dining hall and, and feeding him. And all of his teammates got to experience um, what he was doing with this man and trying to help him out. So after the man went into the dining hall, all of the Loyal Attract team uh, began to bring him food. And they, you know, whoever went downtown would always bring him something. And the man was extremely grateful for everything that um, all of these people were doing for him. But they didn't stop there and they ended up, um, Mr. Slokowski ended up finding out um, that this man would often go to a homeless shelter downtown. And so the, he decided that as a team, they would start volunteering at this homeless shelter and help people out. And so once a week, um, the, the team, they would um, jump on the, the Lakeshore running path and they would run all the way downtown. And uh, as their practice, they would go down there and instead of running back, they would stop at the homeless shelter and they would volunteer weekly and help out people um, that were less fortunate than them. And this is something that definitely resonated with myself and my team. And um, Mr. Sokowski also talked about how he was approached by a reporter for his accomplishments on the track. And, you know, they wanted to talk to him about, you know, the times he ran. And he refused to talk about, 
you know, his training or, or what he was doing competing, he wanted it to be focused around this homeless shelter and bring awareness to how he was helping the homeless shelter. And so they ended up writing an article about, you know, how the team went downtown and helped this homeless shelter, and it gained a lot of support, um, not for the program, but for the shelter, and more and more people started volunteering. And because of his efforts, it wasn't based on what he was doing on the track, it was what he was doing off of it and his acts of kindness that he said were some of his fondest memories of college and also made a difference in so many other people's lives. And that story touched myself and, and many of my teammates. And um, right now, actually, um, some of my teammates had set up um, a mission trip within the city of Chicago. And they are today, they're actually going um, downtown to different shelters and um, volunteering their, their time. And they're calling it Service in the City. And it's um, connected to our, um, the Jesuits. Um, who are the uh, academic, um, they're the, the future priests on our campus who are um, involved with our track program to help us develop spiritually. And so it is a lot of my teammates and the Jesuits have gone down there to help serve the underprivileged. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to do that. Um, I was hoping to sign up, but just it didn't work out logistics-wise. Um, but I think that really sums up a lot of, the values of um, my program, uh, a track program at Loyola, but also really is a great example of how you can reach out and show your kindness to others. And what a beautiful story, Jake. Thanks so much for sharing. And not just about showing kindness to others, but the impact and effect long-term. I mean, here's a guy that did this, in the late 80s, early 90s, I mean, this is the time that he was devoted to and, and committing to bring awareness to the homeless shelter and make a difference for, and it started with one man, one man, one student. And at the beginning of the show, we talked about Anne Frank's, you know, just if it's, it's one person sharing an act of kindness is all that it takes to really have this enormous ripple effect on the world. And here we are, Christmas time, 2014. And the, the fact that this man shared the story, and this is such a very, I would say the embodiment of the Loyola track team is kindness because I watch these athletes in motion uh, every time there's a track meet that I'm able to attend, and I attend many of them, where they are encouraging, supporting, helping. If somebody is down, they are there for that person that's down. Uh, when one of their teammates uh, broke the four-minute mile last year, they were the first ones to rush their teammate to uh, support and uh, congratulate him. And so kindness is the embodiment. And and I think, you know, the important message that I wanted to deliver today about this time of year, the holiday season, and giving these gifts of kindness is that these young people, if you just allow the spirit and the nature of who they are to just flow naturally it happens and it happens and they and they because of their connection um, they will continue 
giving and being kind. And I think far too often there are stories of young people these days that are negative and um, certainly the young people that I have encountered, there's been a tremendous, tremendous heartfelt um, understanding of how to give and to receive love and, and, and give acts of kindness. So thank you for sharing that. And I wish all of uh, the Loyola Track team um, great uh, success today as they go and support the homeless in the city. That's a, that's a wonderful, beautiful project that, uh, that all of you are um, kind of you know, bringing forward and carrying on that tradition. Wonderful job. Jake, what are some of the benefits that you received from being a kind-hearted person? I know, you know, it's easy to do those small acts of kindness, but I've also watched some, you know, your experience in in having those those small acts of kindness. What are the benefits that you receive? Um, I think... I mentioned it before, and I know this is something you start off your show with, is the boomerang effect, and it's something that you've taught me. And it's something that I think really applies to life. And and I feel that when I put out kindness to people, it comes back easily. And a lot of times for me personally, um, you know, obviously I'm a college student. I don't have, you know, a ton of a ton of money that I could donate out or, you know, try to help others with. Um, and even time is often a concern for me because I'm just so busy. But I think kindness can go beyond either of those two things. And it you, there's a lot of things that you can do just to show kindness to others. And um, I often try to be very friendly to people uh, while on campus. I often say hello. And even there's points where, um, like, I think one of the, the main things that I like to do is even, you know, you have a couple minutes before class, I like to engage my classmates instead of, instead of you know, burying my face in my phone or computer um, before class, um, as many college students will do, and I, I feel like that's an easy thing to do. Um, I like to turn to my neighbor and just ask them how they're doing, how their day is going, and not only does it um, help build relationships, um, which can, you know, definitely help in, in making friends. But reaching out to someone else is, I, I always feel good about it. And, you know, sometimes through that, you can you can create beautiful friendships and, you know, just help a person out, make them smile. And that's really, you know, when you can do that, it, it feels great. And then also people then often reciprocate and they'll be kind back to you. And there's been times where I definitely enter a class and, you know, it's, it's, it's tough or, you know, you have an exam or you have something going on that day and, you know, you're in a little bit of a funk. But then, you know, people that you were kind to before will be, be kind, kind to you back. And, and it really is uplifting and helps me get through my day often. Yeah, and I, I know that you and I, when we speak about that and you reaching out to students before class and just kind of getting to know those students in class, one of the things that you had mentioned as an as kind of a sideline benefit of reaching out to students as opposed to and, and building relationships, taking that genuine interest in people, is that you will inevitably 
create a study group with those people. Oftentimes, those are kind of the ones that are really uh, ones that are interested in um, really being engaged in school, getting good grades, that sort of thing. And you've built and developed relationships. So those study groups happen and you just finished finals week this past week and you had mentioned that there was a really difficult class but there was a group of you that you would go to the information center create a study group and you would study for five hours and instead of it being um, dreadful and and boring and, and difficult by yourself you would take that time learn a lot and be able to um, you know, get a lot accomplished as a result of that study group. Yeah, I think uh, for me personally, my views of how I try to be kind to others is through genuinely caring about, you know, them and their, you know, situations and being empathetic um, to them. Uh, and and just it, it's very easy to reach out to people. And I've found that the more that I've reached out to people and just tried to just be kind to them, and, and it helps. It it not only um, helps them, but it, I feel like it also helps me. And I don't do it selfishly. I you know genuinely care about you know how they're doing and how their day's going. Um, but small small things like that can really help you build relationships. And you know through small conversations, it's very easy to you know have people become friends with people. And once you once you do that, um, friendships definitely help out. Um, I think in, in, in school, they can help you, you know, you, you find others that are, that are kind of going through the same things and you can help each other, you know, in tests in you know, having, having others to look over your work. And I think also it applies elsewhere as well. Um, looking at the professional world, building relationships and networking, it, it cannot, it can't hurt anything. And just just reaching out to people and trying to be kind and um, you know see how they're doing every single day, I think that really it can it can not only benefit the other but it can come back and benefit yourself as well in ways that you could never even imagine. So. And I've watched you really build your listening skills as a result of that too, because you're a great listener, and that's because you ask genuine, uh, interesting questions because you take that genuine interest in others. So uh, that's another sideline benefit of it is is developing your listening skills. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I think that hearing other people um, talk about you know their their lives, and I know college college students a lot of times will kind of talk about you know their hopes and dreams for the future because it's something that's definitely on our mind. And I I am very I become very interested in kind of what people want from their future and and what their what their goals and dreams are and you know discussing with a lot of people you have these in-depth conversations about you know kind of what do I want to be when I grow up or you know how do I want to help others or you know how do I want to change things there they start you know with the simple how are you doing and, and you can grow these conversations and relationships and not only do I learn about others and learn you know amazing things about what they want to do and who they are but also it helps me find myself and through many of these conversations you find um, you know the goals and dreams of others that you have the same ones and you can grow your personal 
your ideas and what you want to do going forward. And I think that is so awesome. And I love hearing um, other people's stories because it, one, is, is, like I said, it's very interesting, but two, can kind of help myself reflect on my life and what I want and helps me move forward as well. And, um, you know, through other people's experiences, I, I learn. I learn, you know, kind of what they went through and, and, and how I can maybe emulate that or, you know, take suggestions from them and kind of progress my own dreams and goals going forward. So I think that's one of the main benefits of, you know, just reaching out and being kind. And you can learn so much about others and then learn about yourself through that. Absolutely. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And welcome back. We're talking about the gifts of kindness with Jake Mazanke. And I do want to encourage you, if you do have any stories yourself of acts of kindness, please give us a call and share your stories with us. Uh, in the meantime, Jake, I wanted to ask you what you have seen with your friends, college-age students, where kindness is evident. That's a lot, but there's a general perception of college students as somewhat selfish and um, kind of in their own worlds and out for themselves. And I think there's a lot of negative stereotypes with college students, but I also think there's a lot of... Um, things about college-age kids that are, are very beneficial. And the thing that I, I think is you see most in college students um, is that they're very supportive of each other and empathetic towards other students' situations just because 
when you're in college, it builds a, a community, and it's, it's very strong, and everyone kind of knows what each other's going through um, with classes and extracurriculars and all that going on. Um, you, you, you become so busy, and, you know, everyone has their own challenges throughout the day um, through classes and kind of just everything that's going on. So you often see college students supporting each other, um, you know, whether that's through, you know, just kind of sending each other notes or helping each other out or, you know, a lot of times, you know, people will be studying together and, and you know, you know, just buy each other coffee or just do, do, do little things or just be supportive because we all understand what everyone's going through. And I think that's one of the great things about being a college student and being on a college campus is that it's so connective and there's just everyone has something similar and has a bond through the school and through through your classes and it doesn't matter what you're doing you know what your goals are what your classes are what your interests are you all have a a similarity as a college student and i think that bond is very um important and the connection that you have um with your your classmates is is something that is is special and um it's you see a lot of kindness from that because people want to reach out to each other to help each other. And you have compassion because of your similar experiences, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. Are there areas that you see uh, either from college students or, again, from your perspective as a student in the general population where you see that kindness is lacking, where we can look and say, hey, here's a gap Here's where people, here's a need for people to, um, you know, generate kindness in this way. Yeah, I think that kindness is um, sometimes lacking just because people get caught up in their daily lives. And it's easy to do. And sometimes it's important to focus on yourself and what's going on with you. But there's also a point where you can become lost in everything that you need to do. And sometimes it's, and it's like I said, it's really easy to do kind of your own thing and not worry about others. But I've found, as I kind of touched on before, that just taking a very small amount of time and just trying to extend your kindness to anyone um, is a good thing, and it, and it helps. And I've found that, you know, the more friendly and kind I am to others, the more I receive that, and it's uplifting when you can create a, a group of people around you who are also supportive of you and are also positive and happy. It's just, it just creates it's such, a, it's such a nice feeling where you can walk around and know that there's people that you know, are, are there for you. And you said before, um, you talked about how I often tell my friends that I love them openly, and that's something that I've developed this year. And um, as a 20-year-old male, it's, it's not very common um, for, for us to express um, emotion to others. And I think um, my roommates at college, uh, I live with four other guys, and this year we've become so close that we tell each other we love each other every single day. And I think that's a special bond that we have. Um, and it's so nice that, you know, we can, we all know when the others are, you know, having a good day or a bad day, but no matter what, 
we all know that we have each other's backs and that we're all so supportive of each other. And it's, it's so special. And it's something that I've, I've never had before where you have a, a bond with your friends that is, is very well connected and through anything. Um, I feel like I can, I can trust them and I know I have their support all the time. And, um, I think that's what's helped made this year extremely special for me is the, not only having friendships, but kind of going beyond the bond of friendship. And now, um, we're very well connected and, um, supportive and having that support in my life has been something that's helped me get through the year and that I really value. And I feel like other people have seen the connection that my, myself and my roommates have, and, um, they notice it and they comment on it. And it's, it's not that we're not normal 20 year old guys. We all, you know, we make fun of each other and play pranks on each other all the time. Um, but when it comes down to it in important times, um, when we know the others are, you know, having a rough time with things, we're super supportive and, um, it's a great it's a great bond that we have and it's helped me so much. I I'm sure it helps to know that you everybody has your back. You know, mm-hmm. you guys you guys that you live with, the, the guys that you live with, they have your back and that's and that is as a result of being emotionally vulnerable and emotionally uh connected and emotionally open um as 20-year-olds. And I commend you for that, Jake, because it like it's not an easy or kind of typical thing that people do, but it's certainly something that I know, not just for you, but for the five of you together, that that is something that will carry forward and will make a difference in the world in whatever way it looks for each one of you um, as you grow older. It, it's that that goes beyond the the book knowledge that you are gaining from Loyola, but that that is a value, um, a true value, a foundation of who you all are, and that is who you all are is connected through love and kindness. And so, um, kudos to all of you for doing that. Now, I know at Loyola. Kindness, respect, and support for others is strong emphasis for the students. What are some acts of kindness that you have witnessed uh, as a result of this philanthropic focus? Loyola, I'm, I'm lucky to go there, and I love being educated at Loyola. Um, I feel like what I've been receiving has been absolutely top-notch. And um, there, there's, a, there's a Jesuit um, you know, motto and it is uh, cure personalis. And what that means is it's the care for the whole person, and that's something that is taught at Jesuit schools, um, and one of the reasons why I'm most proud to be um, Jesuit educated. And cure personalis is something that's emulated um, in the class and through everything throughout Loyola. Um, my freshman year, we won the, our conference championship, and we, we received conference championship rings. And on the inside of the ring... Um, it said, cure personalis, just to remind us that it's not just about our accomplishments in athletics, it's also about our accomplishments in academics and elsewhere. And it's, it's something the, the Jesuit faith looks to, you know, it's, it embodies not only um, the body but also the soul, and, and it's a balance between the head and the heart and how you can develop yourself 
as an entire person. And so at Loyola, um, we have, there, it is very, um, a very socially active community and we are very, um, it's very involved with not only, um, our local community, but in the, uh, Chicago community and really the global community as a whole. It looks to be very diverse and um, culturally accepted. Um, and I think a lot of the works, I mean, I can name off countless things that um, our school helps with, but being involved with the community and um, being socially active is something um, that really I see a development in students and I feel like college is a great time for people to um, develop and they change a lot. And now as a junior, I've seen um, people that I've been friends with since freshman year and their personal growth has been immense. And it's not only because, you know, college is a time where you really find yourself, but they get to be involved with things and help others. And they're just constantly looking to make the community a better place. And I think that's one of the great things about Loyola, and it comes from the you know the Jesuit education and the idea of cura personalis. So. Yeah, it's such a great thing to, um, to to see and to be a part of. Over the holidays, Jake, what do you feel is a great example of the gift of kindness? Uh, obviously, over the holidays, um, it's a time of giving, and um, it's you know a time to spend with the people you love, and and it's and it's it's incredible. Um, I, I love the holiday season and it's a time that I get to relax and be home. And, um, for me, I think, you know, just spending time with the people I love is important. Um, but one thing that I've, I did in the past was, uh, I was involved in choir in high school. And so, um, every, every time around Christmas we would, um, go caroling and, um, it was kind of a big focus. Um, we had a big Christmas concert and it was a lot of fun, um, to be able to carol, and we would go around the community. Um, but one event that we did every year that would stick out was we would, um, you know, go to a retirement community, and we would carol um, to the the people within the retirement home. And it was, we got so many incredible, like, reactions. And there would just be, everyone would come down from their rooms, and they would sit, and we'd be able to, to sing to these elderly people, um, and they would be so happy, and it, it was amazing to see, um, you know, just just to spend half an hour and sing some Christmas carols. It would just just light up their faces, and all, and we they would often come up to us after and tell us how how wonderful it was, and how much they enjoyed it every year, and um, and that really was was something that I, I enjoyed um, because you can make a difference in someone's day, and it was very small, and. And the festivities of the holidays is a way to, you know, you can embrace the festivities and, and really find, find a reason to be kind to others. And, and I think that's a, it's a special thing and a very important thing. So I think the holidays are a great time. And touching the lives of the elderly, as you have two grandmothers who are elderly, I know makes a really big difference because those are, that's where you can bring joy to the hearts and minds of um, people in general. So 
Uh, thank you so much for sharing your insights, Jake. Thank you for sharing your heart. Thank you for sharing your gift of kindness, not just to our listeners today, but to those people that you come in contact with on a daily basis, because I know they do feel the effects of your kind heart in a really wonderful and beautiful way. And I, as your mom, am very proud of the fact that you um, you just know and live your life in this way in a very kind way so thank you so much for joining us today thank you for having me it was a great great time i'm glad i get to share my experiences and uh wish everyone uh very happy holidays it's a it's a fun time so yes and as always we give our gratitude to our troops who are in service and for those of you uh, that are serving our country, that are not with your families this year, we offer our blessings of love and peace and gratitude to you for serving us for our freedoms. And to the loyal listeners, uh, for those of you who week after week are with us, um, thank you so much for being a part of this show. Thank you for sharing your gift of kindness with us. And we will be back next week. So be sure to tune in this time next Tuesday. Thanks a lot. Have a very inspired week, everyone. Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Fima Zanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.